0: Everybody and thank you for tuning in to episode number two of the DisneyGeekery.com podcast. I'm your host, Daniel. And if you haven't already, uh, please check us out at DisneyGeekery.com. Subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Facebook. Uh, we have a pretty big Facebook following and a great community of Disney fans. What we're trying to do here is, as we're still building the, uh, the platform for the, the podcast, what we do is we kind of talk about a little bit of everything. There's a lot of podcasts out there that are focused on theme parks. There's a lot of podcasts that are out there that are focused on movies and we're just going to talk about a little bit of everything. This is mostly going to be Disney content but we will throw in some Star Wars and Marvel content here or there depending on how big the news is. But um, let's jump right into it. Since our last podcast we have had some pretty big things happen. So um, first of all was Dapper Day at Disneyland and I believe the week before that it was at Disney World. So Um, the Dapper Day Expo is always a great time. I did attend the one at Disneyland. I went on Saturday. And not only do you have some great vendors show up, some, uh, you know, musical acts, a a really nice sense of kind of (laughs) days of, of old, uh, so to speak. But, um, for those that are not familiar with Dapper Day, people kind of take on a persona that was popular in the 1920s, 30s, 40s, 50s. Um, they dress the part. They act the part. Some people really get into character. But it's a, it's a really good time. Um, our friend Leslie Kay from Disneybound actually had promoted a Disneybound event, too. So not only were people dressing in you know fashion of past decades, but they were doing it with a Disneybound twist. Now, Disneybound is basically just taking uh, a character's kind of color palette and some of their uh, maybe uh, accessories and using that in an outfit that really... Unless you were a Disney fan, you wouldn't pick it out. So it was really cool seeing a hybrid of Disney-bound and Dapper Day kind of meet in the middle. And and there were some wonderful outfits out there. Um, We are going to have a gallery soon of some of what we felt was the best outfits of Dapper Day 2016, at least from Disneyland. But we always like to get our listeners involved as well. So if you did take part in Dapper Day and would like to send a photo of yourself to be included in our gallery... You can send that to Daniel at DisneyGeekery.com and we'll review it and hopefully it will show up in our gallery and that will be available at DisneyGeekery.com. So keep an eye out for that and we'll promote it on Facebook as well. So um, yeah, Dapper Day, always a good time. Looking forward to the next one. Uh, I usually don't go too all out, I'm more of a spectator, but uh, I do love Dapper Day because it's, you know, Disney's already modeled kind of around the whole 1920s boardwalk era. So being able to see people. That kind of fit into their surroundings was great. And this event only gets bigger and bigger every six months. So really can't wait for the next one and see how it continues to develop. Um, Other things that happened is Marvel Civil War came out. um, That was released last Friday. And I loved it. Um, Oddly enough, uh, even though I'm a huge Disney fan, I'm not the biggest Marvel fan. But they really know how to put a great television series like... You know agent carter or agents of shield and a lot of the stuff they're doing on netflix but their movies are always so much fun um they really kind of embody the perfect summer blockbuster and this was no exception i i did have some issues with it um i felt that some of the scenes really didn't propel the story much and were just kind of action scenes that didn't really need to be in there uh, a movie that's two and a half hours long it starts to feel long at some points but Overall, I think it was a really good movie. I think it set a really good tone for the conflict between Captain America and Iron Man. And for those that don't know, this movie is not an Avengers movie, even though all the characters are there, but it's technically the third Captain America movie. And what happens in the movie is that because of the collateral damage that is suffered during some of the fights that they've had in past movies, the government's come in and said, You guys are basically vigilantes. You're going to have to start operating under a certain set of rules. Um, Iron Man agrees. Captain America doesn't. And what happens is we start to see some of the Avengers kind of split off into two sides. And that's where the movie develops. So there's a a certain level of deepness to the movie. It is a a really fun movie. Um, Like I said, even though the story kind of has its holes, it's worth going to see in the theaters. I saw it in 3D. I, I had a lot of fun, and I, I probably will end up seeing it again in theaters. But um, so check out Civil War. That's Disney's major initiative right now, um, and of course we have a lot of other movies coming out. Disney also has Alice Through the Looking Glass coming out at the end of the month, and we can't wait to review that one. And then next month we've got movies like Finding Dory. Um, with big movies like that, we also kind of expect to see some big trailers coming out. So stay tuned for that. We'd be sure to. Uh, we're always try try to be first when it comes to um, launching, when a trailer launches, to post it on either Facebook or on the website. So, be sure to follow us. Um, Other than that, let's see. Um, Haunted Mansion Comics. So, the Haunted Mansion is now in a comic book form, published by Marvel. And Issue 2 came out this week. Um, That is available digitally and in comic book stores. Now, the comic really, I mean, the story is just kind of okay. You can tell it's geared towards a younger audience. But what I love about it is that there's so many Easter eggs and there's so many jokes that they put in there that if uh, the Haunted Mansion is my favorite ride. So if you really love that feel of, um, you know, all these kind of like hidden jokes that have to do with the Haunted Mansion holiday or some of the characters in there, like Hatbox Ghost um they they do throw a lot of stuff out there for the disney fan and that alone has made it worth reading for me um if you do buy the physical copy marvel now includes digital copies with all the physical copies so you can buy the physical copy and add it to your iphone or ipad or whatever device you have but um we'll, we'll post a review so you can see some pictures of you know the content in the haunted mansion comic and usually these run only you know five or six issues i know uh big thunder mountain railroad ha- had a short run like that too but I- i'm hoping this is a you know just a fun little story that we can read for a couple of months and then put a bow on it and move on to the next thing but this is part of the disney kingdom series that marvel has been doing and as i would mentioned big thunder mountain railroad was there um and they also had a, a figment story to figment the dragon so um keep an eye out for that issues one and two are on sale now and issues number three, four, and five will be coming out once a month from here on out. So um, I highly recommend it if you're a fan of the parks or just the whole kind of feel of the Haunted Mansion. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's it's a great kind of just toss out to Disney fans out there. So if, if you're not a huge Disney fan, which I can't imagine you not being if you're listening to us right now, um, you might not enjoy it. But uh, I have a feeling if you're a Disney fan enough to be spending your time listening to this podcast or... Visiting our website, then you'll probably enjoy it a lot. So go pick that up or, or download it um, through the Marvel app on iTunes. All right. So uh, one of the big announcements this week is that Disney has confirmed nine new movies. Now it doesn't mean all these movies are going to get made. Um, these are all kind of pitches that have been approved and um, has started going through the motions of casting and directing and things like that. So. The chances are really good that these are going to be made, but um, there's always you know, a budgeting issue or for some reason uh, they decide not to move forward with it after everything's been said and done. But we're going to go ahead and go through those movies right now, and uh, we'd love to hear back from you to find out which ones you are looking forward to and which ones you may not be looking forward to. But um, the first one is Cruella, and this is going to be kind of similar to Maleficent where it's going to highlight... Um, You know, the background of Cruella from 101 Dalmatians. Right now, um, Emma Stone, the actress, is set to be leading this film. So she will be playing Cruella. And Emma Stone's a great actress. So really look forward to see how they reimagine Cruella as a character. If they're going to do what they did with Maleficent uh, and try to, you know, kind of pose off as this misunderstood villain, I don't really see how they're going to do that. So this might just be a, a very villainous movie from beginning to end to find out. You know why she does what she does in the classic 101 Dalmatians animated film. So there was a 101 Dalmatians live-action film already uh, that starred Glenn Close, but I have a feeling that's going to kind of get passed over in the whole storytelling process. So we're going to go straight from the animated version to the uh, film Cruella, and I- I'm looking forward to it. I-, I think right now it's no secret that nostalgia plays big in theaters. Uh, we see movies like... Ninja Turtles coming out, superhero movies are still hugely popular. And so they're, Disney's doing a really good job of kind of playing to their original audience from those of us who grew up in the 90s and love the animated features. So i um, curious to see how that's going to play out. The next film is A Wrinkle in Time. Now, this is not actually a Disney property. This was a book that released in 1962, and um, Disney is converting it into a feature-length film. So Disney has always done that. They've always taken fairy tales and existing stories and kind of put their own twist on it. So I'm really curious to see how Wrinkle in Time is going to play out. Um, This is actually going to be kind of a... The the script is going to be supervised by Jennifer Lee, who you may know from Frozen. So they've got a lot of their creative forces behind this film. Um, The story is obviously a classic. It's still you know, mandatory reading for many schools, even though it came out in 1962, so the story's already there, and I think it's going to be really important to see how the directing, the writing, and the acting is going to come into play and and translate it to the big screen. Now, number three is Jungle Cruise. This is another film that Disney's doing that's based off an attraction at their parks. The Jungle Cruise is, uh, if you've never been on the ride, you're basically on a pretty small boat with a bunch of other uh guests and you're being led through kind of a safari you're looking at animatronic animals and going through the jungle and all the while the leader of the cruise who is an employee is you know making silly jokes and puns and things like that so though it's on the cheesy level it's very fun it's very campy but um this movie is set to feature Dwayne the Rock Johnson in the lead and we can't imagine them not doing a throwback to the bad pun. So there's not a lot of information on this movie right now. But um, apparently The Rock is already slated to play the main role in this. And we'll see what happens. Number four is Dumbo. This is going to be another live action kind of reimagining. And Tim Burton is set to direct this one. So we all know Tim Burton from movies like Nightmare Before Christmas and Frank and Weenie. And of course his live action work with... Uh, Alice in Wonderland, the, the first one, and he'll also be a, a producer on the upcoming one, but Tim Burton's a very stylized director, and I'm kind of curious to see how he's going to kind of take the circus scenes from this movie, because we can imagine Burton doing a very dark, kind of circus-y feel, and Dumbo, I, I can only assume is going to be a, a CGI character, but after the Jungle Book, um, You know, John Favreau showed us really what we can do with animals and how we can make them look so real in CGI. So I'm really excited for this one. I'm a huge Tim Burton fan. I think uh, some of Disney's best work um, from Burton was also Burton's best work. So really curious to see how this is going to pan out. Uh, Live action Dumbo directed by Tim Burton. That's all the information we have now and we'll bring more as that comes in. Now, number five is one that's got people a little bit on edge. Now, this is going to be a Mary Poppins sequel. Um, The funny thing is, is the original author of Mary Poppins was not a fan of the way that the movie came, you know, basically uh, came to fruition. Some of you may have seen Saving Mr. Banks, and uh, for the most part, a lot of that movie was true, but um, what people don't know is that she said she didn't want Disney really handling any other Mary Poppins properties moving forward. Now, I don't know what has changed, if it was a rights change, or the uh, estate had, you know, given the rights to make this movie, but it looks like this one will be moving forward. They already have Rob Marshall slated to direct, and Emily Blunt will be playing Mary Poppins. So, Emily Blunt is a fantastic British actress, and I think she can pull off the role quite fairly. Now, the question a lot of Disney fans have is, did this movie need to be made? Does Mary Poppins need a sequel? Well... you know, time will tell. We'll find out, and um, we'll be right here to bring more information on that as well. Now, going back to Maleficent, number six is a sequel to Maleficent, Angelina Jolie is going to return to uh, reprise her role as Maleficent, one of Disney's greatest villains, and um, now that we've seen how she became evil, this film, I can only imagine, will show us, you know, now that she is fully evil, how it's going to play out, or it might even talk about the relationship that her and Aurora have kind of after the events of Sleeping Beauty. So stay tuned for that as well. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Number seven, The Nutcracker and the Four Realms. Now this is, you know, the, the holiday tale, The Nutcracker. Um, it's going to be directed by a director, uh, now pardon me if I don't pronounce this right, Lass Hallstrom, And it's going to be brought to life in Disney fashion. That's all the information we have now. But um, look forward to the Nutcracker. Um, I can only assume it's going to be a holiday release by Disney. And um, we'll we'll bring dates and cast information as that comes through. Number eight. I know we're just sitting on the coattails of the Jungle Book. But number eight is the Jungle Book 2. Jon Favreau has already agreed to return to direct and expand upon the events of the first Jungle Book. So... Since the, the first Jungle Book really paralleled the animated movie, Jungle Book 2 is going to kind of expand on that, and we'll, we'll find out what happens to Mowgli after the events of the first movie and the animated feature. Um, full confidence in John Favreau. There's no time frame on this, but you know, given what went into the first movie, I can imagine this is probably going to be about three years out um, at the earliest. Disney's already released their full timeline of movies from... You know here to the next couple of years so Jungle Book 2 is probably gonna fall into a uh you know probably 2018-2019 range which is kind of scary when you think about it that we're, we're already uh looking at films that are going to be made for like close to 2020. And last on our list is a uh, live action version of Tinkerbell. Now this idea has been tossed around a lot already um I think the first time we covered this was a year ago where uh, it was announced that Reese Witherspoon would be playing Tinkerbell in a live-action movie. And there's still not a lot of information on this, but Disney has confirmed that they are moving forward with this idea. So um, this, when we first posted it, had some mixed reactions. Uh, I do think Reese Witherspoon kind of has that, you know, pixie kind of aura around her. So she might be good casting for this. She is, you know... Definitely got the acting chops to handle it. But the question is, is this a movie that needs to happen? Um, I I don't know. I, I think so. I think with all the live-action movies being made these days that Tinkerbell would make a really interesting character. We could find out what she did, um, you know, kind of her own before Peter Pan was in the picture. So... Um, you know, as things kind of develop, uh, Disney did say they're moving forward with this. We'll hopefully soon get a director and we'll find out a little bit more about the story and then we'll see if it even gets greenlit, but, um, this is something that I'm looking forward to. I am a Peter Pan fan. Um, I think this can be one of those movies that is easily going to be a hit or miss, but, um, you know, I, I have full confidence in Disney and we'll, we'll see what they can do with it. Um, so those are the official nine. We did post this on our website, so we'd love to hear what you think about it. Just go to the comments section and leave a comment about what you are looking forward to, what maybe you're not looking forward to, and, you know, which movies do you think are a good idea to be made and which ones probably shouldn't get greenlit, but um, that will cover that. Uh, We do have some more movie news, though. Um, Those are the nine that Disney has officially announced are being greenlit, but they also did announce that they are going to do a—now, this has already been greenlit— a live-action Peter Pan movie. Now, we know there's been a lot of live-action iterations of Peter Pan that Disney hasn't done, like Hook and then the movie Pan from last year. But what I'm really looking forward to is that the Peter Pan that Disney created was based on the book Peter Pan, but the characters that he created are, are his own. Um, so though all the characters have already existed in the Peter Pan world, the Wendy as we imagine her today were created by Disney, and you know the Tinkerbell as we imagine her today were created by Disney. So, I'm really looking forward to see how this is going to be cast, how they're going to kind of stylize it, what a live-action Peter Pan really could be with that Disney TLC involved. So, that's another thing that I'm really looking forward to. And also, we kind of had a a confirmation from actor Guillermo del Toro, sorry, that um, they were going to be still moving forward with a Haunted Mansion movie. Now, we do know there's already been a Haunted Mansion movie that starred Eddie Murphy it didn't really do well, but that was a different era of Disney. I think Disney's a little bit less hesitant to take risks these days. Um, we see what they've done with Marvel. I mean, the Marvel stuff on Netflix has been pretty R-rated, and I-, I think Disney knows that the their biggest audience from the 90s are now adults now, and they're not hesitant to make a movie for families, for kids, and for adults. So this is something that I, I'm really excited for. Again, I'm a huge Peter Pan fan, so I, I think this can really be a good movie. I mean, so many people have taken on the live-action Disney movies, but not a lot of people have uh, really seen what Disney could do with a live-action Peter Pan. So I cannot wait for that. I'm very excited. And I think our last piece of news today is going to be the uh, Disney Channel Marathon. So, as I mentioned, if you're a kid of the 90s like I am, um, you probably grew up watching shows like Kim Possible and uh, The Proud Family and even Stevens and, you know, Wizards of Waverly Place. All these movies. And um, Disney has announced that over Memorial Weekend, which starts Friday, May 27th at 10 a.m., they are going to do a back-to-back Disney Channel original movie marathon. How cool is that? So, you can check our website for the full schedule, but uh, the marathon is going to start at 10 a.m. Friday, May 27th, with the Kim Possible movie. Um, Other movies that are going to be included in this is uh, Zapped, the High School Musical movies, Wendy Wu, um, the Proud Family movie, even Stevens movie, Wizards of Waverly Place movie, Cheetah Girls movie, Halloween Town High, um... Let's see what else is on here. Pixel Perfect, How to Build a Better Boy, uh, Camp Rock, Descendants, Teen Beach Movie. So these are all the movies that Disney has ever, you know, the, the original Disney movies that have ever been made for Disney Channel, back-to-back. Now, my TiVo won't handle all this, so I'm going to have to pick and choose which ones I'm going to want to record. But i um, really excited for this. I mean, any time during Memorial Weekend, which is a long weekend for most of you, You can turn on Disney Channel and get an original movie 24 hours a day. How cool is that? So that is going to be awesome. Um, I can't wait for that. Uh, Hopefully you guys, you know, as I mentioned, this is everything from Kim Possible to Descendants. So uh, it doesn't matter what age you are. I'm sure at some point you were into Disney uh, Family or, or Disney Channel original movies. And that's going to be the weekend for you guys. So, um... Before we leave it at that, uh, Disney Channel is doing a casting call for High School Musical 4. If you're in the Los Angeles area, you can actually join the open casting call. Um, you can go to DisneyChannel.com for that, and we also have some information at DisneyGeekery.com. But um, you don't necessarily even have to be an actor. This is for some you know, pretty open roles, but uh, if you ever wanted to be part of the Disney Magic and, and be in High School Musical 4, now's your chance. So... With that, uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, we hope to have some more news for you in a week or two um, as we're still kind of getting this format off the ground. And uh, we appreciate you for sticking with us through this as we you know, kind of mold around what our audience feels is the best. Again, we're open to recommendations. If you want to send an email to daniel at disneygeekery.com, I read everything and uh, we can kind of mold it around where you feel the format of the show should go. So thanks again for taking part in this and uh, being part of the Disney magic. Thanks a lot. Bye.